ich kann nicht, was ich kann machen. Na tamboli, bitambola, tambola, eh. And welcome back, everybody, to our special halftime turn third quarter pod with three in the key. We're going to ask the big question here tonight. As always, and I'm going to, we're going to find out, are they the Algeria Petroliers fan or the uh, Rwandan Patriots? Brendan, take it away. I know you're familiar with the uh, expansion. All in on the Rwandan Patriots. Shout out to one of our biggest listeners sean um you know living in rwanda and uh, just cheering on j cole like a local <laughs> shane who are you picking j cole uh, yeah super happy that he, he had a good run you know uh little john's basketball back in the day uh and then quit before the season. So, you know, he's just – he's reliving his hoop dreams. He quit St. John's after walking on? Yes. Well, I know he's been he's been balling. So, um, shout out to the, the African Basketball League. Uh, I think inaugural season. We'll, we'll see, see what that comes, comes to. Yeah. And shout out to all our fans in Africa. We appreciate you. All right. We got to start. With the game we are in the middle of and have been discussing off camera, the Hawks and the Knicks are going right now, and it was going bad and it's going good now. Shane, who you got? Who's performing? Who's disappointing? And are New York players and New Yorkers better Knicks players, or or, or should they be imported? Uh, that's a great question. Um, so you know, give a little backstory on that. Taj Gibson is, I believe, the only native New Yorker on the team. He, he's obviously not the best uh, of the Knicks players. But, you know, Julius Randle, our best player, was playing, looked like he saw ghosts for the first two quarters and now has kind of come alive, 13 and 10. He's from Dallas. So we're really uh, holding down. And, and R.J. Barrett, our second best player, is from Canada. So, uh, you know, a lot of imports. But we like it that way. Yeah, I mean it's um it's it's been a fun game to watch. I have to say like, the first half was definitely rough, um, but you know we're here in the third quarter and uh, team looks like they're playing pretty well. Gotta love Derrick Rose looking um looking pretty fresh. Uh, you know, um, in that six man talk, I know he probably had no real real chance of winning that, but um yeah, I mean going back to RJ, he is just improving over and over again. Um, in no way like I think does anyone feel like we're near his peak. Um, and then commenting just on, on this game, you know, Julius Randle, I feel like he's getting double teamed and he's, he's having a tough time, uh, tough time on the offensive end, but he, um, you know, this is, this is his time to, to really prove it. But, um, yeah, I feel like the team's playing okay around him. Uh, who, who, who's, uh, standing out to you on the Hawks? So, he had a big dunk before and, and another New York guy for the Hawks, Kevin Herter, you know, as Clyde, as uh Walt Clyde Frazier referred to him, red velvet due to uh, his red hair, which I very much enjoyed that commentary. Um, and Trey Young's killing the Knicks. I mean, he's got the entire garden hates him. They were passing out flyers that said, Trey is bald. Do the chant every time he has it. Trey Young's 22 years old and a balding guy 
handed out that flyer to my buddy John, who's at the game, and and was like, he's 22 years old, his hair's receding, we need to make fun of him. So New York, come up with a little bit better material than a 22-year-old receding hairline, but uh, I respect it. That's a little low, low brow, especially for uh, one of our um, our pod brothers that uh, you know might might be with us right here. Um, thank God for podcast; no one can see us. It's uh, but there's still hair there. <laughs> little, little receding. Um, but definitely Trey Young standing out. I think like that's more expected. Um, for me, my my guy that I think uh, has looked really good. He's stepping up. Um, I think in the minutes where Trey's out is Bogdan Bogdanovich. Um, our, our, our previous, uh, title, um, he's been able to man the point. He's been able to make some shots. He's got a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, that, uh, energy, the, the passion, um, and he's played in big games before. I think, you know, it's important to note that he, he's, I think one, if not, um, played in many championships over in Europe before even coming over to, uh, the, the disgrace that is the Sacramento Kings. Um, but yeah, he, he stood out to me. I mean, it, it's a tight game right now um, with a little bit of a comeback from the Knicks, but you know, you gotta gotta go with them pulling this one out and making even in the series one one. Oh, Brendan, there's your pick. Okay, Shane, what do you think? Uh, I I mean, I think Knicks are gonna pull this one out. Uh, they you know they're up three ten minutes to go. It's you got to grit and grind, and that's what Tibbs teams are based on i feel like they need uh maybe an alec burks or a reggie bullock somebody like that kind of you know besides derrick rose to carry the scoring load unless rj and julius just take over which is possible so we i gave five options we need one of the five. <laughs> um i'm gonna shout out also alec burks for literally looking like um, michael jordan in the first uh, first game um, if he can keep up any of that, then you know that that would be amazing. For those wondering, he's got a stat line of eight, seven, and two right now with the Michael Jordan comparison. And before we leave <laughs> the Knicks, uh, so we were talking about Derrick Rose before the show contract year. But he's a bargain, which led me down to seeing what he's making. And aside from his uh, what fourteen million over two years, he's still got. Uh, let me check my calendar. Uh, like four years left on his Adidas deal. Oh, wait. Five years left on his Adidas deal, which also pays his brother 300 k a year to be his consultant. And his best friend just gets 75 k for being his best friend. So Derek Rose, still doing well. Great mentor. Still doing yeah. well. Would love to hold on to him. Uh, yeah, and he's a guy who made he's made one hundred and fifty five million dollars in NBA contracts over his thirteen year career. Uh, feel like probably sign him to a one year ten mil or something like that, or maybe you know slot him into two years. But I'm pumped. I want him back. I think he wants to be back with Tibbs too. Now, really, something that could turn against the Knicks in these negotiations is that he was a finalist for the Six Man Award. That actually hurts. That that could cost the Knicks millions of dollars. Um, it's surprising to say, but in reality, they could use that, and he he could get more than ten million. Um, I'm sure Jordan Clarkson and Ingles are. I love Joe Ingles. That man makes teams makes teams tick. He's so likable. Also, on that note, we're gonna go to our sponsor. 
All right, today's episode is brought to you by Tushy Spa 3.0, the most awful day in the world with warm water. Over here at Pod HQ, this has been a complete game changer, just in time for sweaty season. Do yourself a favor, quit buying toilet paper, and impress that special someone in your life with a clean summer. Oh, I'm ready. <clears throat> All right, let's go. All right, we're back, and we came back with a tiny stat correction. Uh, Brendan was mentioning some salaries there, which I think is finally going to mess up those next uh, summer rumors. No LeBron, KD. Who who are the other big names that were supposed to come to the Knicks in the summer? Uh, not this year, because Derrick Rose's price has gone up. So uh, let me see. How much are Jordan Clarkson and, uh, oh, my favorite Aussie, Joe Ingles? They're – they're both right around 11.5 million, which uh, I have to say is very, uh, very close to the 10 million um, that we were mentioned mentioning for Derek Rose. So maybe, maybe that's the price. I, th- I actually think it's a pretty bargain deal. I would love to take uh, Derek Rose at least for a year. Maybe even I would take a risk on a second year. Why not? He, he, he's a really good leader. And I think he's committed to just, you know, maintaining this level of, of production. Yeah. He, uh, I really like how he's been mentoring uh, quickly too. It's kind of you know can't put a price on that, or you can. It's called eleven point five million. Um, All right, for a well, sixth man finalist. I'm interested in your guys' predictions for where, how many games does this go? Who who's got it? Knicks Hawks. Who's got it? Knicks in six. Oh, oh. <laughs> you don't think about that at all. That was in okay. <laughs> I uh, I'm gonna go Knicks in seven. Um, the Hawks, you know, are looking pretty good. I I really um, I don't know it, if if the odds were if I was if I was a betting man, the Hawks would even maybe wouldn't even look that bad. They 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 honestly are a pretty talented team. I think they're they're more well rounded than they than their record um, showed. I agree with both of you. It's going, it's going some distance. Oh, you know what? It's going the distance. How often are the Knicks in the playoffs? And they're doing well. Shoot. What? They only lost the other one by two. They're up by 10 now in the fourth, and somehow they stopped Atlanta scoring, which I cannot love that. I'm, I'm all they, I'm, I'm they, well. The offense is from the defense for the Knicks. They, they need to lock it down on defense. That, that, that's the only way they, they actually like, win games. It's also – interesting with the team and like you know we can obviously move on after this but whenever it's around like 100 to like 110 that's like right in the Knicks wheelhouse which is the same score that Knicks would win by when ninth lockout season so a lot of similarities Tibbs is back love it Tibbs is back and it looks like the Knicks are back all right the other matchup happening this evening we're going to head to the West Coast. It looks like the Grizzlies and the Jazz currently – who had this one coming? Memphis is leading one nothing. Uh, are we expecting a comeback from the two six-man finalists? Well, I mean, the six-man and other finalists. Hey, what do you think? Um, I really love it. Like, love the Grizzlies. And if Donovan Mitchell can't come back, I smell an upset. I'm saying, you know, Dylan Brooks took over the first game. John Morant played well. I think it, uh, yeah, I'm going to do my prediction right now. 
Grizz in six if Donovan Mitchell doesn't come back. How how big of an if is that? I know there's there's so much drama going on about Donovan Mitchell not playing when he came out publicly saying that he could play. Um, is is that going to be a bigger issue? And, and if it is, I think that like the the last thing this Jazz team needs is more drama. It's it's odd. It kind of has shades of Derrick Rose when he didn't play in the playoffs, uh, you know, years ago. Obviously, he had, you know, bad injuries as well. But, you know, Donovan Mitchell hasn't played in 18 games. It kind of seems like either he's fighting with the trainers or what. There's something going on. Something's in the water in Utah. Yeah. Worse and end in the pizza. Um, but the the worst case scenario for um, for this is the Kawhi situation, and I don't. It's tough to go there. I think it's way too early to go there. But for sake of uh, just entertainment, right? Like this could be Kawhi leaving the Spurs because they like someone's trainer saying something different than the team's trainer, and that that's how that all started. Um, kind of strange that it happens first game of the playoffs, though. I'm going. Utah in six. I think Memphis is good, but not good enough. And I think we're going to see it tonight. Love making that call right now. I could feel terrible about it in three hours, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, we'll come back for a recap in three hours. Also, can we look at oh, Bogdanovich doing it? Uh, I thought, okay, I also saw a fun fact about the Jazz. Donovan, what you saw, he missed 18 games this year, right? which, by the way, I think all Jazz fans just died a little on the inside when you said that. But they had no problem winning without him in the regular season. So I th- I think they're going to pull it out, too. Jazz. You think the Grizz are going to pull it out? No, 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 the Jazz. Oh, uh, okay. They no in in how many in games? Season. I'm going to talk to our stats guy. <laughs> During those 18 games he missed, I think they, did, they had a huge win percentage. I mean – yeah, that's fine. Like you're you're asking a lot out of uh Gorgie Niang or whatever his name is. Um but we'll see. I I I like what you guys are saying. Quick mention, the, this is just something I'm being distracted obviously. We we know that this is um potting during the next game. We have Obi Toppin and and Manuel quickly on the court in the fourth quarter of a playoff game. That they, and and they're playing pretty well. This is uh, I mean I don't know. This is crazy just to really see a Tibbs team with two rookies playing uh pretty pretty well. It's, it's good to see. It's what um, happens I'm, when you uh get rid of Steve Mills? You piece of shit. <laughs> okay, who's our next matchup? Hold on, the intern got back to me. The Jazz are thirteen and six without Donovan Mitchell this season. See, they don't need him. Just like the Nuggets didn't need Jamal Murray, and the death of the point guard is beginning. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Oh, Brandon, calm down. Leaping over here. Uh, okay. Next up. My goodness. We're going to take one step back to the earlier game this evening. You other East Coast people may have seen it. The Wizards and the 76ers. <sighs> Not as close as we'd hoped it would be. Uh, is Russ going to wake up, Brendan? Or is this uh, – is he finally breaking down after all these triple doubles? All right. No hate on Russ. I think Russ is, you know, a great leader 
Um, I know tonight he he didn't quite bring it with a uh, ten points, eleven assists, and six rebounds. Just just four rebounds short of a triple double. So you know, bad night for uh, for Russ. But no, in reality, I mean, he shot twenty percent um, from the field. It, it was not a good game for him. I I think that's you know not necessarily on him. Um, it, the the teams are are a different quality of team. Uh, it, it it's it's pretty clear that the 76ers are, you know, the number one team in the East for a reason. Um, uh, and and I mean, just to quickly roll over it, right, their starting lineup is Tobias Harris, Danny Green, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and, and Seth Curry. So they have shooting, they have defense, they have stars. I think it's really um, – this one's going to end pretty quickly. I think this is going to be a sweep. Shane, you feeling the same? I, you know, it just – just to uh, stir the pot, I think it's 76ers in five. Um, I think Russ and Beal are going to – Scott Brooks, not a great coach, but he'll figure out some game plan. You know, he uh, – They, I think they can steal one. And I think it's going to be next game. Russell's going to be inspired. Beal's going to go for 35. They'll steal one. Oh, Shane, you have unlocked our fun question of the night. Out of, well, when you mentioned Russ, out of these six point guards, if you two were playing in the playoffs right now, who would you be picking? You got Russ, Kyrie, Luca, CP3, Dame, and Trey Young. Uh, great question. I'll go first. If, um, you know, been watching a lot of Trey Young, he's looked great, but he's young. Haha, <laughs> pun intended. Uh, and Dame is, is fantastic, but and CP3's made of glass, so I'm going to go with Luca. He's been playing inspired ball. His floater, I was watching him last night, He it almost touched the ceiling, and he did it twice over Kawhi. It's unreal. He's a prodigy. Love Luca. Oh, Brent. This is not easy. I, I, uh, I want to say, Damien. I think uh, he's he's showing that he can be just as good as, as Steph Curry. Not quite as good of a shooter, but he, I think with his his other um, additions and you know just even passing um, and ball handling, he he. Can't compete with that, but I've been swayed. I think Luca is the choice. What a playoffs this man has had! And I don't say boy anymore. He's no longer this prodigy. He's arrived. He looks like James Harden out there. And you know, as much if you're gonna give respect, it, I understand that James Harden had his haters. If you liked James Harden when he was in his prime on Houston, then so much respect to this Luca right now. Um, I understand that, you know, there, there's deficiencies, but wow, has Luca been playing ball. And as long as they're getting W's, you can't argue with that. All right. We're, we're going to gloss over you saying James has passed his best to the point. I, you people are disrespecting CP3 and what that man has done. Not like your short-term memory over here consistently. I got the stack guy bringing up our graphic on this. I mean, the Suns, what, they were a lottery team, and now now look what they're doing. 
what before that, OKC, Rockets. He doubled the Clippers and the Hornets winning percentages. So we're talking the playoffs. This is the playoffs. <laughs> he makes the whole team better. What are you? <laughs> yeah, Luca has a nice floater. I'm just saying his whole team consistently, if you want to know your guy who's gonna make his, your team better, that that's who you pick. It, what happens to him in the playoffs though every year, Connor? <sighs> he had like one bad hamstring. Right? No, just... he got hurt last night too. Oh his shoulder. No, you he doesn't need that to do what he's doing. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't play most, if not all, of the fourth quarter. Oh, that's not good. Brendan and I were actually talking on the phone and talking about how good CP3 is, but we go, "It's only a matter of time before his body breaks down." And then we hurt. both texted during the game, and yeah, we're like, hurt. Oh, "He's hurt." That's yeah, funny. he he's like uh, Samuel L. Jackson in Unbreakable, Mister Glass. <laughs> Yeah, I guess the best the best thing I can shout out right now um, on Chris Paul would be if I were guaranteed that he would be full, 100% healthy for the playoffs, then I do think he would be at close to my number one, if not my number one. But it's so it's so hypothetical, I, I have difficulty imagining it. That, that, he, he gives me hope. What, 6'1"? I'm like, you know, if I worked a little harder... He's inspiring. All right. So we have, let's see, I guess 76 are going through. Seems to be a consensus. Um, we'll move on. What do we got? I'm going to take it. I, I'm going to take it back one. I know we're all looking forward to a couple others. But as a largely East Coast group, we got to, ta- you know, we got to pay some respect to our the majority of our listeners there. Celtics Nets, can they turn this around at all? Oh man, um, it's a it's a clear no. Uh, <laughs> I I really there there's not much more to say. The, the Nets are clearly going to to sweep them, the the Celtics. Um, it it's it's still good though. I still think that it's it's good. For um, for the Celtics to get this exposure, I think they need to get rid of Kemba Walker in the offseason. They need to trade him somehow. Um, and then when they um, they get Jalen Brown back, then they'll be a good team. I, I really think they have a great chance, great future next year to be very, very, very uh, impactful. You know, really um, contenders. That's all it's going to take. I can't. Uh... I really can't argue that they're just so so overmatched without Jalen Brown. Uh, they're gonna get swept. But the one thing I I ask Brendan is, as a Knicks fan, would you want Kemba to come home? No, not at all. No, I think Kemba Walker is not a starting point guard in the NBA. He 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 was. He reminds me so much. Of maybe Nate Robinson at this point, um, he, he, I don't know, he gets played off the the court. And maybe the theme of uh, this pod for me is the point guard is dead. You need to have these 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 big guys, you know, or these huge shooters. You know, it, it's it, it, it's not going to fly anymore. I don't I don't think so. But you got to be able to play some D. I mean, I, I mean, does he even? 
If you're Kemba, no offense to Kemba or any of the short kings or queens listening to our podcast, I mean, just, just hang out on D, huh? You're, you're not stopping anybody. We all saw the video of Luca screaming at Pat Bev, who is bigger than Kemba Walker, that he is too small. This is <laughs> this is the future of the NBA. You know, you can't do it with Kemba. Not happening. Six eight wings. All it's right. like Eric Bledsoe upgrade for the Milwaukee Bucks this year uh, to Drew Holiday. Which can we? Why don't, why don't we go to that? That uh, that next? Can we can we jump to that? We we series? can jump to. We can, I think there's not much but, hope for the Celtics. Rest in peace. They had a good season. All right, let's move over to where they at. Ah, the Bucks and an upgrade against the Heat. Who? Whoa, by the way, did anybody? No, who saw the Bucks doing this well? I thought they had have some demons here to get rid of. I, you know what it is? They really have put it all together. The Heat are a tough team, too. And they have a lot of veterans. You know, they made it to the finals last year. But Giannis, like as good as Giannis is, Drew Holiday makes their team different. Best defenders in the NBA. And he really has transformed that team. And Middleton is playing like a number two, which I was I did not think was going to happen. They look great. Uh, Bucks in five. <laughs> oh, Brendan, what do you think? They're gonna nick uh, nick another. I mean, I, I I do think that Drew Holiday is a huge, just game changer. Um, watching him on the court, he is impactful in almost every play. Whether it's just you know keeping the tempo on offense or breaking the tempo when he's on defense of the other team, um, he as has. I don't know. He he changed he changed the team completely, uh, making Mike Budenholzer look like a good coach, which I don't know if that's true. Um, uh, but yeah, and then Giannis is Giannis, and um, they they have a good team. The Heat, I really would love to see you know Bam Adebayo have a have a great game, like a great game, um, and they can they can sneak one. I know I guess Shane had them taking one. Um, I'll give them enough respect to give them two. So. Uh, yeah, four four two, the um, the Bucks take it, but you gotta give respect to two time MVP. You know they they've had the best record in the East before too. They they're they're definitely contenders. Let's not forget Udonis Haslam floating around over there. Kind of hoping uh, we get to see one little less flash in the pan there. As long as he, did he gets suspended, I know we we talked we were talking about that off camera. He only lasted. Uh, they got booted in the second quarter. Yeah. yeah, he played two minutes, scored four points, and tried to fight Dwight Howard. It was amazing. If I'm if I'm asked correct, that's like seventy two points per thirty six minutes. So he he is off the charts stats. <laughs> These are the stats they don't give you on the other shows. All right, so we got Bucks in at most. Sounds like five or six. Whew. All right. Let's see. Who we got left? Who are we missing? How could, how, could, how could I forget? Everybody's favorite. And the ones that, honestly, the West Coast works out for me. Suns, Lakers. Whew. Where are we going with this one? I mean, I think we know where I stand with CP3. However, what do you guys think? Is, is KCP going to make some big shots? Oh. I can we like, and I 
don't mean to rag against LeBron because I, I respect he's good, but like lay flop. Everything is like he just got shot and he's like laying on the floor and he laid on the floor right when they Cameron Payne got in the fight. Well, the camera was over there, then followed to where the camera was and laid down again. It was incredible. Great acting. He's he's ready for Space Jam too. But uh, seriously, I I think if CP3's hurt, you know th- this turn the other way in the Lakers' favor. Uh, the game the other night, Anthony Davis just took over, and if. It's very difficult to stop LeBron and AD when both are healthy and firing all cylinders. So I think uh, Lakers in six. Yeah. Um, so the, the only really thing I, I need to say about this matchup is that we're learning a lot about Anthony Davis. Um, it's, been, it's been two games, and I, I, I feel like they've been the two most telling games that I've ever seen of Anthony Davis. Um, he is not a natural born killer he's not he is not that guy um but he he can like force himself to try to be and when he even just it's it's like pretty clear that he he can't even do it when he's trying but when he does that he's still so talented that it doesn't even it doesn't matter whether he has a killer instinct at all or not he um he he makes the difference he he can he can carry a championship team i when he's able to do that. So um, I, I have to, uh, man, I, I'm really just interested to see if he's able to, to, to keep that up, um, the ability to draw fouls and go go right at his defender. Because uh, when he does, they can't they can't guard him. Um, but I don't, I don't know if I feel like he can. And I know Phoenix is dangerous. Um, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to convince myself into to Phoenix and seven. I'm going to, I'm going to say anything can happen in game seven. And I don't, I don't know. Uh, Anthony Davis really doesn't have it. I, 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 the killer instinct. We'll see what happens. Um, also, Knicks just won. Great. Look at that. Mm-hmm. All right, Shane. Do you, think, do you think the Lakers are going to pull this one out? I'd also like to say, don't forget Jared Dudley's floating around on that bench over there. You never know. Yeah, he's been practicing sitting on different ends of the bench. Um, which is good for him, good for Jared Dudley, good for the Lakers. No, I, I, as I said, like, you know, Lakers and six. Yeah, uh, sticking with it. All right, so, yeah. Well, um, that's, that's I would say, the second best um, series right now to Mavs Clippers. Four five seeds are fun this year. Um, what, what do you got, Shane? I, I'm actually really interested uh, to see – if you have any thought of the Clippers making a comeback, that, that's that's something that people might be um, expecting. It's very possible. I actually, like, I've been watching a good amount of this series, and uh, it's really just a blast. Like, it's super competitive. Luka is picking his spots and, and kind of dominate dominating, but it's you can't rule out. I know everyone rags on... Uh, Paul George and he's an easy target but he's an all NBA guy and like Kawhi's always going to show up you just need Paul George and they they need one other guy maybe to throw in a couple points I think it I think that the Clippers could turn this around and and it could be 2-2 very quickly 
I I I know you touched on this, but what is it that is caught? Like, why are the Clippers losing? What What do they need to turn around? I I I, I know you have a feeling on it. What What could it be? They're o two at home. There, there's something there. Yeah. So I was I was really like looking into this and trying to figure out because they're actually out rebounding the uh, they're out rebounding the Mavericks. So it's not that it really comes down to um, to outside shooting. The Mavericks are beating them in threes barely, but like a little bit more. And, and it's interesting because the Clippers are one of the best three point shooting teams in the league. So that would, that would be where I would say that they need to improve and defense. Like you can't let um, Tim Hardaway Jr. is playing really well, uh, and and Porzingis. So you you kind of you got to take one of those guys away, and they they haven't been able to do that. Yeah, the Mavs made fifty three percent of their three pointers last night. Which it's is- insane. Yeah, unsustainable. Um, but also speaks to the defense that's that's coming out on the Clippers end. It 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 looks like, the, and this is something you know I, I'm going to regret saying, but it's just what's happening right now. It does look like Kawhi and Paul George are both past their prime. They're both not as good as they were, and so although they're very good players, it they're not these dominant forces that can just shut down Luka Doncic whenever they want, and that's what they used to be able to do. Both of them. Um, hopefully they bring that back. You know, it's been two games, you know, I'm not trying to write off like careers here. Um, but I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think that, um, Rick Carlisle, want to shout out Rick Carlisle and Luca with that cast. Um, I think they, I think they could pull this off. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think it's tough, but I, I do think that, so far, they've looked like the better team. They're going home. All they got to do is win one at home, and then one more game, and they're, they're, they got the they got the. Uh... It, it's pretty incredible too because Luca had thirty nine points last night, but then if you like look at the stat, like thirty nine points, seven assists, seven rebounds, you're like, great game. He shot thirty eight percent from three. He was twenty eight percent from free throw line and had seven turnovers. Not winning basketball, but he pulled it out. For those of you keeping track at home, Brendan has now ended 31-year-old James Harden, 31-year-old Paul George, and 29-year-old Kawhi. They're going over the hill. That's their prime. Great job. I, I don't need to defend myself at all. I, I, feel, I feel validated. Um, regardless of their age, watch the games, people. They're moving slow. Also, wait, I didn't even say that about James Harden. That take that off your list. I didn't say that about James Harden. That that was this is a misquote. I I think uh, Mavs in seven. What do you think, Brendan? You know, this is going on the record, so. I'm, I'm going to go with Clips in seven. 
It's a seven. It's a seven gamer. I think. I, I think there will be a, a rally. Yeah, it's definitely my favorite series be, besides the Knicks Hawks. So the way I'm, I'm I'm looking at it is if the Clips can actually bring it to a game seven, then that means that they played better in the next five ge- or four games. That I think they they'll be able to to carry that momentum in, and that, that's just that's I think the type of team they are. I think they are super competitive. They have these all star these these like MVP caliber possible players, or at least in the conversation before. Um, yeah, they have playoff Rondo. You're right. Playoff Rondo. At that point, like, he's, he's like a Furby or something. You just like rub him for good luck if that's what you did with Furbies. It's kind of wild. Ibaka only played five minutes too. He's kind of riding off into the sunset. Who, who's starting? Is is um, Reggie Jackson starting for them? Because that would be a disaster. I, I think I saw that. It's um, it's Marcus Morris, Kawhi, Zubak, Paul George, Beverly, then Reggie Jackson, and and Ron. Like starts with Terrence Mann and Ibaka. And no Luke Kennard. They at least tossed him in a little bit. No, he didn't play last night. And DeMarcus Cousins didn't play. And Patrick Patterson is on the team. Just I thought I would tell our listeners that since we featured him in a podcast uh, earlier in the season. Yeah, get deep in um, deep in our library, listeners. Get in there. Um, that I don't know, man. I I, I feel like. It's worth noting right now that Kawhi Leonard uh, is a free agent and can leave after this year. Did not sign a long-term deal, so he he. I'm pretty sure Kawhi can walk in this this summer. I'll be the tiebreaker there. The Mavs had the momentum coming into this, and we're big on momentum here. Mavs in six. The Clippers blow it up, and Steve Ballmer sells. Pencil that in. Steve Ballmer is not selling, but I love that. Like everything you just said. Oh, no, that man's too intense. Uh, let's see. He doesn't get enough love. All right. Last up, we got some uh, some sort of underperforming nuggies here. And somebody's top pick for a point guard in the entire playoffs, which I don't think was a very wise decision. Uh, Brendan, would you care to back that up? You're talking about Damian Lillard? Yes. Also, logo defense. Logo Dame? Dame time? Um, Dame Dalla? What, which one? Because he, I, I, I guess, if you haven't gotten to see enough, he is pulling up from logo. He's making threes. Um, they lost the game, and I wish I, I, I could pull up the stats really quickly, but he um, they lost the game where he, I believe, had nine threes before halftime. Before halftime, he already made nine threes. He, he's playing at MVP caliber right now. You know, it, it's tough because I do think that it's fun, one fun part of this that, that's tough to watch, though, is Jokic versus Nurkic because you feel like, you're the uh, Nugget scout in practice six years ago when you just saw Nurkic getting roasted by Jokic, and you're like, "Oh, we're gonna trade that one," <laughs> um, and, and that that's how it is. It's really just it's 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 like the the guy that was chosen over the other with um with Jokic in Denver 
when Nurkic was there. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it, it's a fun matchup, though. I, I, I really like the um, Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum whenever they're in a uh, like an under underdog role. Yeah, it's kind of um, it's it's weird to say, but you know, Denver losing um, Jamal Murray and and they've been playing great this season is kind of like wow, like you know. I can't believe we're doing this and, you know, we're the third seed is great. If the Trailblazers lose in the first round, even though they're six seed, this is like not catastrophic, but do you break up Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum? Like those are conversations. They are so over the salary cap. They, they got Norman Powell on a rental. Uh, He's a free agent after the season. They traded a lot for him and, now and they have Nurkic, who's never healthy. I really like him. I can't believe that. And that was a good point you made with him and uh, him being on Nuggets with Joker and Joker just abusing him. And like that's what's happening. But I, uh, I the Trailblazers really need to win this, and I, I just don't see it. I think uh, I think Nuggets Nuggets in six though. It's it's going to be tight. Yeah, I mean. The Trailblazers aren't this iteration of the Trailblazers aren't getting any better. I think um, Robert Covington is someone also to mention. I, I know we've, we've rallied off a bunch of uh, players, but you know they have quality players in their team. If they can't put it together, you know, I, I'm I'm not going to pretend like I know what the problem is. Whether it's different players, different coach, like Terry Stotts there, you know, for a while now. And they've stagnated, right? As competitors, um, I'm I'm going Portland in six. I think that this des- this the, how desperate they are right now to, to win, and you know, knowing that this is the best iteration of them, uh, I do think, and even the pedigree, right? Like they've made it to Western Conference Final, I think that one time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I think they I think they can take this one with Jamal Murray out and. I, I honestly, I'm, I'm not fully buying the Michael Porter Jr. this playoffs. Like, I do think he's going to be good as long as he can stay healthy and, you know, just actually stay as good as he is. But I'm not, I don't think he's, like, the most level-headed guy. And he's, he's young. I, I think this is um, – Portland uh, might be just the, the, the more veteran team. But. I know which one I'm going to be watching. <sighs> well, that brings us to the – Oh, the game that's happening right now, which we already – the Grizz and the Jazz, which we already covered. Y'all have any final playoff thoughts before I go turn that on? You're just super excited to uh, see how the rest of the playoffs go. Um, obviously, it's just going to be fun to see the second round matchups like once this – because some teams are going to be beat up, and that – that will be, you know, if people make it through unscathed, uh, it will be interesting. But I think there's a lot of dog fights. There aren't many sweeps that we're going to see. And Utah's going to come out of the Grizzlies, you know, beat up. And, and there's a couple of teams like that. Clippers, Dallas, they're going to be beat up. Portland, Denver going to be beat up. So it'll be interesting. And one thing I want to say for our listeners, and Brendan probably won't agree with me, but Inez Cantor is a free agent after the season. Bring him home. Bring him back to the Knicks. 
that's that's my final thought. Uh not a Thibs guy, but I uh I, I like the the loyalty. He's honestly I, I actually I loved him on the Knicks. Um final thoughts, you know, I I, I we've we've given a lot of love to the playing games in this pod. Um but I think this this seven two matchup with Phoenix and Lakers is one of the, the all time um most competitive first round matchups we'll see. And I, I actually um it's crazy to think we're one year, uh, maybe a little over one year away from, actually one year away from the bubble. Um, and the, the product on the court is great. I, I think this, this playoffs looks super competitive. It's good to get fans back in the, in the arenas. Um, and these, I think uh, it's going to be interesting how these players play in front of fans after really not doing that for about, about a year. Um, I think that could be something that, plays a bigger factor as we move on than um, in previous years. So I, I think that could be something um, uh, just we'll, we'll see how it affects the players. I, I, I could be a, a factor. All right. Finally tiring out, but not this pod. We're going strong and we'll be with you through all the playoffs. Brendan Shane, it's been a pleasure. I'll see y'all relatively soon because we got a lot of content coming up. Thanks for having us. Looking forward to, to chatting more ball. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone.